Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry. From the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and Jesse is here also as a co-host today, and we are here with Miss Angelica Appleman. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Donna? Uh, I am doing well. Uh, I'm just happy here, hanging out. Jesse's getting massages because she's very demanding co-host today. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> she'd be like, "You can hold me and pet me, <laughs> sweetheart." She really is. Oh. So I'm so glad to hear. We were talking before the show that the weather is so nice in Canada. We'll, we'll come up and visit because she likes cold weather as well. We enjoy oh, not nice. super cold, but you know. <laughs> No, it's not super cold. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But before it starts snowing, you know, before those temperatures, the 40s or, you know, whatever whatever Celsius is, I don't know off the top of my head. But yeah, before those degrees. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I would like to go your way uh, during the winter for sure. (laughs) Okay, so then we'll just bring you back with us and you can stay here in Florida and we'll just enjoy the the warmer Florida weather. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, and then the summer we'll go to Canada where it's a little cooler for us. So yeah, that's awesome. What a great trade-off. Yeah. Good, good plan. Good plan. Yeah. So we'd love to start off with the most difficult question. Ooh. Are you ready? All right. Okay. Who is Angelica Appleman? Ooh, who is Angelica Appleman? Um, would you like me to define her in my own terms kind of thing? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, So I like to say that Angelica Appleman is the perfect combination of sweet and sassy. (laughs) She has a very big heart. She's loyal almost to a fault. Um, And um, she loves to make anybody smile or laugh. That's probably one of the biggest goals in my life. Um, I am a legal assistant by day and country artist, um, singer songwriter by night and on the weekends. Um, I am very passionate, um, goofy, um, incredibly loving and Italian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love throwing in the Italian. I should start throwing that in too. Right. Are you Italian as well? uh, Yeah. Yeah, um, I this is why I knew we liked each other. We yep. always find each other. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Especially, and you know, it's it's funny because I always used to say that, like, we used to have like dinners at holidays. They were like all day affairs. Like, we'd start with, you know, you probably had those big dinners, right? Oh yeah, or, or every lunch Sunday. dinners, whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like okay. I'm like I'm full. They're like no, no, we have dessert yet. I'm like oh, <laughs> yeah, more food. But yeah, manja, manja. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh. So you recently had the third uh, release off of your EP called U-Turn. Tell us a little bit about that. Tell us what the song's about. I mean, I listen to, I love it, but tell our listeners what the song's about in case they haven't heard it, which they will go listen to it after the interview. (laughs) They better, no. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) U-Turn is a song that I wrote with um, my really good friend and songwriter, David Madras. He is in Toronto, but he just moved to New York. 
Um, David is somebody who, when you write with him, he is like a chameleon and he can just adapt to anybody's kind of style. And so a lot of people love to write with him here. Um, and he's just so welcoming and warm and really you can bring any idea to him and he's down. So that's awesome. Also the fact that we're such great friends, there's such that comfortability in the room. So I was telling him a little bit about my dating life and I was saying that, (laughs) you know, I haven't really had a lot of great experiences. And um, I had heard a lot of things from my friends about the dating apps and how, oh, like nobody's good out there. And I'm so exhausted of this. But I said, I don't know, I had this really great summer with this one dude after being in really bad relationships. And he wasn't my typical type. Um, He was somebody who I was like, you're a really nice guy. And um, you're a friend of a friend. I, I'm just going to give it a shot and see what will happen. And he really changed my perspective on uh, love and dating and relationships. I learned so much about myself. I learned uh, so much about being accepting of other people, people who aren't your type, um, kind of changing your perspective or making a U-turn, as I like to say, Um on uh, the track of love and that's kind of where the song came from is that it's a positive optimistic uh approach and story about uh finding love and having hope and love oh and it's beautiful it is thank a great you. song thank you so much just sing along today while I was working um as some of us have other day jobs as you've mentioned your day job uh I work in healthcare, so yeah I was able to listen to that for a while today and was just enjoying it again and it's, yeah. it's a bop, eh? Like, I even get into it as well. And I find that, like, when I'm sitting at my desk, I'm like, do I turn on my own song? And <laughs> sometimes, sometimes Absolutely. I do. There's nothing and, wrong with that. Right? Who else is going to give you this dream? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone go to Spotify after the interview. Go stream this for a few times, you know. Keep it on repeat. Yeah. It really will turn your bad day into the best one. <laughs> I promise. And it is so upbeat. That's what I love about it. It's like, you know, it's just, it was just so upbeat and just like, yeah. Yeah, And it's it's one of my favorite things to do in songwriting is uh, play on words. And Mm -hmm. I actually went to U of T uh, for theater and drama studies, but my other major was English. So I did a lot of stuff in English, a lot of creative writing, a lot of essays, a lot of talking about alliteration and all that kind of stuff. And um, words are kind of, I'm a little bit nerdy about words. (laughs) Um, So I told David, I was like, I think it'd be really cool if we used all the different ways that we can do U-turn and uh, then bring it back with the U-turn. And I just think it's so cool how we made that work. Absolutely. I love that. That is one of the things that as, as a writer myself, I love that literation. That that was just awesome. Thank so, you. Thank you yeah. so much. So now tell us your EP did come out this year and it's a reason or a season. Mm-hmm. So tell, tell everyone a little bit about it, the process of the songs you picked. And usually I know that whenever it goes into doing EPs, albums, they have tons of songs like, oh, I could put this one, this one, this one. So how did you select the songs you selected? So it was very tough. I will not lie. Um, But I kept going back to the reason that I chose a reason or a season. And I actually picked that at the beginning before I had even written a lot of these songs. 
Um, I knew that I wanted the EP to be about uh, the different seasons that we have in our lives, showing that, you know, the growth that we have and that we're not always the same thing. And it comes from the quote, um, people are in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And I felt like I really wanted to uh, encapsulate what my 20s were for me and just how much growth I had and how there were so many different seasons in my life and uh, the different relationships that came and went and what they meant to me and what they taught me. Um, And I think it's just one of those EPs that is really going to speak to people in in that sort of age group or, um, or even people who've already passed that age group, they'll go back and they'll be like, I remember my twenties when I was really learning to find myself. So I think it's like a big, uh, self-discovery map, so to speak. And um, I'm really proud of it. That's for sure. Absolutely. And, and you know, I think you can relate to past your 20s because there's some people that don't really find out who they are until they are older. They kind of just go through mm-hmm. life and then all of a sudden it's like, bam. It's like, yeah. I mean, so. what I love so much though is that these songs have been so therapeutic um, for me as well. Almost every time that I release a single, I'm like, why am I going through this <laughs> at the same time as releasing this single? So for instance, with Happy Place, it was, I felt what I needed to remind myself of during the pandemic when, you know, we couldn't do a lot of things and to cherish the simple times and be super grateful. And it was that my own song that brought me to a happy place during those dark times when you can't do music and there wasn't a whole lot of people that you could see and things like that. So that was really important for me. Um, And just also realizing that, you know, there are people um, who I can look up to and be like, that, that's the kind of love that I want or relationship that I want. Um, somebody who does remind me of my happy place. And then uh, Guilt Trip, for instance, was just me learning to be confident in myself and in what I believe in and who I am as a person and to really honestly just own who I am. And yeah. Um, that was more finding myself and I got to a place where I was like I'm not that girl that you can push over anymore and I'm not going to take a lot of the crap so to speak that I used Mm -hmm. to Um, so that's more of a song for myself and more of a song um, that I go back to and I actually found it very difficult when I released it because I was like, Angelica, you wrote these words. Go back to these words and remember that you are so much more than what these people are telling you. And I feel like it could be a pep talk for anybody else who's been put down or underestimated. And then you turn. I kind of call myself out a little bit in the song. I kind of say, you know, I got so used to thinking that everybody was the same, but really when I decided to change my perspective and to be more optimistic and to be more positive and almost manifest what I wanted and to be that version of myself and be more open to new experiences and new people as this new version of person that I am or (laughs) woman that I am, then that's, you get the fruits of that. You know what I mean? And, um, 
I would say U-turn right now is exactly where I am in life. I'm very hopeful for what's to come and the adventures to come. And even though I am a single lady, having had that experience, I now know that not every person's going to treat me like crap and that, you know, it's up to me to manifest or to um, have hope that good things will come. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's so true. I mean, I think sometimes that's exactly right. And changing your perspective does a whole lot for someone. I mean, just in general, I, I can't, you know, people that have never had that ever shifted their perspectives to be yeah. open and even just open and accepting other people's perspectives before they, you know, rush to judgment. It's, it's, it's quite a unique uh, feeling to be able to be that person that goes, Oh, okay. You know, I might not agree, but okay. Yeah. I can see your point yeah. of view. I can, exactly. you know, it's, yeah. So, mm-hmm. and then I think you had said like, how was it difficult uh, picking all of the different yeah. songs. I had written probably over a hundred songs before I had chosen <laughs> what to put on here. And I think I just went to the songs that spoke the most to what the journey of the EP is and what connected the most with me. Um, and I, that was really important. There were certain songs that um, I was going to put on instead. And then for instance, Guilt Trip almost didn't make the album. And no, that's um, a great song. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And I love it too. And I kept being like, I don't know. I love Guilt Trip. I can't say goodbye to it, blah, 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 blah. But I was so worried about how it was going to be received. And if it was going to fit the rest of the the EP and, and the kind of sound that I was building, but I realized I'm not, I'm not just one thing lyrically, melodically as an artist, as a human being. And I really wanted to showcase that side of me. And I honestly just really loved that song. And there was something inside of me saying you, it has to be on the EP. (laughs) So that song almost didn't make it, but I'm so, so glad it did. Absolutely. And now is there, now I know they're all your babies, but is there one and and I, I'm the type that I will go through and I will listen to an album or an EP and I'll be like, that's my favorite song for a while. Um, so is there anyone, any song off this EP that you're like, that's like my favorite song right now, or just kind of all love all of them? Um, I would say U-Turn. And I think because it's where I'm, it feels like the most of where I'm at right now, mm-hmm. but also just, it feels the most me, both melodically, lyrically, like who I am as a person. Um, I'm so, so proud of it. I love what David and I did uh, with this song. And it's also one of those songs that slid onto the EP. We actually weren't planning to put it on at all, but when I played it live and seeing the reaction that people had to it, I was like, Ooh, this song is special. (laughs) And I would say that's why I feel like, it's my favorite because there was so much of a journey that I had to go through to like convince my producer to put it on the EP, (laughs) um, played it so many times live to make sure that, you know, it was worth the risk. Mm -hmm. Um, we went back and re-recorded the vocals because, uh, I just knew I had more in me Mm -hmm. and I wanted it to be absolutely perfect. And I wanted to tell the story 
exactly the way it should be. And I had a lot of mentors like Danny Strong of Taylor Entertainment who really championed me with this song and just the reaction it's having with DSPs and radio is insane. I just feel so, so grateful. Oh, it's an awesome song. So I'm really glad that you did uh, push to get it on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so we're going to kind of move over a little bit. And I want you to tell me some of the women that have inspired you musically. Um, so I would definitely say Shania Twain. Um, I'm trying to bring back 90s country. And if it weren't for Shania, I wouldn't even understand what that is. <laughs> um, and I also love uh, the soaring vocals of Martina McBride. Um, saying like Independence Day, Concrete Angel, um, all those songs when I was younger. Um, Faith Hill, I absolutely love as well for the same reason. Um, I would say Nicole Ray as well is a huge inspiration to me in, in the music community. She's opened up so many doors for me and has given me so much support. And if it weren't for Nicole Ray, I don't know where I would be. She's introduced me to a lot of people and has, again, championed me. Uh, same with Danny Strong. Um, Amanda Kind as well is my vocal coach. And um, she basically begged me <laughs> to do music and to go back to songwriting. And I begged her to take me back um, in vocal lessons because I actually struggled with um, my health for many years, so much so I was bedridden for two years. And it was a very difficult time. And I knew music was the only way that was going to heal me or get me back up and the first person I wanted to reach out to was Amanda my vocal coach to get back into lessons and she pushed me and she got my voice to where it needed to be and we have such a beautiful friendship she's also an amazing songwriter and vocalist herself artist herself um she wrote guilt trip with me uh she wrote uh, Broken Heart Necklace with me, which is another song that's coming out uh, pretty soon, which I'm excited about. Um, so definitely, everyone. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely want to shout out a lot of the indie women um, for sure, because I feel like they need they need that push. Elise Saunders is another is another big one. Kelly Prescott, Jesse T. I could go on. There's so many great uh, indie women. Um, Mackenzie Lee Meyer is another amazing one. Um, right now in uh, country music, like currently, I absolutely love Tenille Arts. Um, I love everything that she's doing. She kind of bridges that 90s uh, sound with a more contemporary vibe. And she's not afraid to write about things that are a little more vulnerable, which I love. Um and I love Carly Pierce a lot and talk about vulnerability. She wrote a whole album about yeah. vulnerability and what she went through being 29 and I'm 29 now too. And it's just, it's crazy. Um, Maren Morris is doing so much for uh, Canadian women in country music, Nikki Guyton. There's so many, I love everyone. <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, I, I did, 
it's so hard to just pick one or two sometimes. And I mean, I can relate to that because even from a writing perspective, when someone asks me your favorite writers, I'm like, well, I really have to narrow it down to my, my, my I think my three most influential, I always say, you know, yeah. like, you know, and that's where I just stick to those three because those are probably my most three in, influential. And that's why I'm like, okay, you know, right. there's so many. And uh, it's the thing about the nineties is we had so many great women that you heard on the radio. And I'm saying this out loud because they're not played on the radio today. Just FYI radio. You're still not doing it. Calling. I like to call them out every once in a while. Not that they listen to me, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) you never know. Makes me feel better saying it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we, we thank you for that. I always say that too. I always say like back then the women were killing it. They were at the top of the charts. The only thing you heard on the radio And I wouldn't say that the caliber has changed. The women in Canadian country Mm -hmm. music and American country music are absolutely Mm -hmm. incredible. They deserve to be heard. (laughs) Like I hate going on to Spotify playlists and only seeing like three women on hot country or whatever it is, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's funny that like, because even in the U.S. here, we didn't get all the, like, obviously we didn't know all the Canadian country until they would come to the U.S., you know what I mean? So I would seek out, and, like, way back when, like, Mackenzie Porter was starting out, Megan Patrick, like, all those ladies, you know, and I was, like, it's so great to see, like, s- such great vocals. I know it was just, like, here in the U.S., I had to go see, you have to seek them out. You can't just right. listen on the radio and be like, oh, yeah, awesome, you know, but mm-hmm. hopefully, just yeah. hopefully that we get back to that. I mean, I think, I think it was Melissa, Marissa Moss that said that I think we're down to, like, 8% or you know, something on women airplay across the U S so it's really sad because in the nineties we're at 35%. So wow, hopefully that's crazy. I'm also yeah. trying to get more in touch with, um, the women in, in the States that are in the indie community as well, because I know so many of the women here in Canada, but I'm like Haley Witters is another one that I am absolutely loving out there. Um, Callista Clark, there's mm-hmm. a lot of great ones there. Absolutely. We could go on all day with, with just oh, yeah. <laughs> amazing women. We could. Oh my God. Oh, so to cut that short, would you like to do our 20 crazy questions? Oh yeah. Let's go. Okay. There's no rhyme or reason. And I promise we won't get arrested yet. <laughs> oh, so tell me what's your dance. Like nobody's watching song. The song Ooh. you absolutely have to dance to. Uh, I have two. Okay. Um, and I don't know why this came to my, <laughs> my head. <laughs> um, but, uh, what is that song? I don't even know what the title is. All I know is I just get into it. It's like, first I was afraid. I was petrified. I kept thinking I could never live. Me and my cousin go crazy to that. Um, and I don't know why this song gets me so much, but, um, I would say, oh, I have two, I have two other ones now. Dang it. It's so hard <laughs> to narrow it down. Um, so the one is Lee Bryce's one of them girls. I just like go crazy dancing to that in the yeah. car or wherever I am. And then my oldies tune would be come on Eileen. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah. And the first song was I will survive. Oh, I will survive. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to interrupt you, but yeah. Oh, no, those are great good. songs. <laughs> well, so, you? Uh, me, my dancing noise. You know, I'm I'm the type that I will just like pretty much any song. I don't know if I, if I can narrow it down. Like I'm, yeah. I will go from like a Taylor Swift pop song to like 
you know, a Leslie Gore, which is an oldie song, you know, one of her, like, it's my party. Oh, yeah. I'll cry if I want to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, I know you that song. <laughs> yeah. how could you not go? No. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, I, I can't say that there's just one for me either. Like I, <laughs> but, uh, so what about workout songs? What is the best workout song or genre? Ooh, I like, <laughs> I like working out to rap music. <laughs> I also work out to, to country music, but I feel like rap music just like really like gets you in it. And like old school 90s, like Biggie Smalls, Tupac. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna pull yeah. out the old 90s rap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really like gets you going. <laughs> oh, I, love, I love dance mixes. So that's usually my, you know, upbeat yeah, 140 like usually yeah, so you're like you're just running <laughs> yeah those are actually really good too oh so tell me your top two favorite concerts Ooh, shania for sure um i've seen her twice so either one of those um <laughs> and i just saw the backstreet boys um this past summer with my sister they came back after 30 years yes. and it was everything <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was one of the best concerts I've ever been to because they just played every song but they didn't play like all of the songs they just played the good parts of the songs and then they had like mashups yeah oh it was so good it was it was the most nostalgic beautiful experience Oh, wonderful wonderful I always <laughs> love when when people mention the boy bands like that because I have to admit when I was a teenager I wasn't into most of the boy bands and it's kind of funny because I was into the women of country and yeah uh, I always I always joke and say I had a boyfriend back then who had got me into InSync and 98 Degrees and Backstreet Boys and I'm like okay I'm I, not saying that I didn't listen to him before but like he really got me more into appreciating their music so I have to give him a little that. credit there a little shout out yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh so Tell us an album, an artist, someone we need, or someone or something as an album we need to listen to before we die. Oh, oh gosh, that's a really tough question. Oh, you're really putting me on the spot. Yeah, is there like one artist that you would be like, you have to listen to her if you've never listened to her or him or, you know, Lady Wilson? Oh, that's a good one. She's one of my faves. I don't know why I didn't see her earlier. um you're saving her for this question you knew it was coming yeah I was I was um (laughs) Lainey uh who else would be another oh Tim McGraw he's just classic um has so many hits Shania classic so many hits I'm trying to think of something like recently that's like really you know who's actually starting to um really get on my radar is um hardy mm. i'm just like dang that guy is great songwriter yeah awesome. like and the things that he's writing about it's quite progressive and mm-hmm. like empowering for women and like standing with women and i just i really really appreciate that absolutely yeah yeah, he has some great stuff out, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, like I said earlier, we won't get arrested yet. But hypothetically, if I came to you and said, I need to hide a dead body, 
Do you know a good place? Oh, jeez. <laughs> my closet. <laughs> my my uh, front closet is... <laughs> I'm actually looking at it right now. It's where my nieces and my nephew like to hide because there's actual stairs that go up because it used to be like it was part of the house. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just like you would never know. Like you could hide at the top of the stairs in my closet and no one would see you. (laughs) Anyways, that's where we can hide the body. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we might have to like wrap it up or something. It might smell, but okay. (laughs) oh do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse oh geez no i'm the first to die (laughs) i I will call it right now i'm usually like i have heard from a lot of people that i would be the first to die in the zombie apocalypse because i would be like i don't know i would probably like offer somebody something not realizing they were a zombie um no but i (laughs) I think I would have a plan, but it would never really work out. Um, what would be my plan? This is a great question, by the way. <laughs> I'm really gonna, I'm really gonna think about that um, later. I, this is gonna be a not so great answer right now, but I would hoard all the food. I would like go back into like pandemic mode, and instead of toilet paper, I would just get like all the food. <laughs> oh so that's step one we got that so we'll start there yeah that's where we'll start well good that's news. probably I why i die first too <laughs> i'm pretty sure zombies don't like cold because we've been talking about different people that have watched all the zombie movies someone came to the point that the revelation of they don't like cold so i'm like oh they're like you've never seen a zombie movie with snow on the ground I'm like, so ah. I was trying to think about this. I'm like, not that I've watched a lot of zombie movies, but I'm like, huh, I'm going to have to go check this out now. So needless to say, so that's the thought is that, you know, uh, I, I'm pretty sure we might be safe in Canada when it's uh, winter. So yeah. yeah. Well, we'll go to so Yukon I'm going to come visit you. And- <laughs> yeah, we'll go to the Yukon um, or the Northwest Territories. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us, what job would you be terrible at? Oh gosh. What job would I be terrible at? Anything to do with like math. <laughs> like an accountant or um yeah, I math is not my strong suit. So anything where you have to like count numbers, do a lot of like being an engineer maybe, being a coder, any anything Rocket science, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Anything technological, too, I, I'm right off. Like, no way. <laughs> I totally understand that. Yeah. If you won the lottery, what's the first thing you would do? I actually have this. The first thing I would do is pay off my student debt, <laughs> um, which there isn't that much left, but I just, I want to pay pay it off. Um, I would pay back my parents, um, for some of the help I've had with music. Um, I would, I always said I would give a portion to charity. Mm-hmm. I would go to Italy. Take um, me with you. 
<laughs> I would definitely <laughs> take you with me. <laughs> um, and I don't know, buy my Nona like a nice house or something like that. <laughs> that would be really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think most of us would pay off some debt. I think that's, you know, as human nature has it, um, we just want to pay off the debt and, you know, get rid of those oh, little invested, debts that are. Yeah. And invested into all my music career, of course. Of course. I have, to be, I have to be smart. I have to save some for my music career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so tell me, what's the last thing you read? Oh, I haven't read in a while. A news article. Uh, I would oh. say something at work, but you probably can't divulge <laughs> something at work. I'm I don't know if I'm out. allowed to say this, but um, <laughs> I read a case at work today. Okay. So the end. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't <laughs> yeah, say I about what, because there's a lot of confidentiality things, but yes, I read a case at work today. Uh, totally understand. I work in healthcare. Everything is compliant. So yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it was terrifying. I'll say that <laughs> a scary case. Mm, not good. Yeah. Okay. So we'll have to recommend some books for you to read. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like haven't had time. I've been, no. I've just been playing a lot this summer and it used to be something I loved. Actually, I've got all my books right there. I don't know yeah. if you can see them. Yes, ma'am. We can. Um, yeah. So I do like to read, but I haven't really taken time to read. Uh, well, so we just get busy. That's all it is. Yeah. Get busy and yeah. That downtime we don't have because we're. Yeah, I do want to finish the book I did start reading called Lullabies for Criminals. I heard it's really good. Hmm. Yeah. Write that one down. So. Yeah. I'm writing that down now, as you can tell, over Jessie, who's laying on my lap. (laughs) So I'm like trying not to disturb her. She's like, I'm sleeping or she's pretending. I'm not sure. Okay. I'll just check that one out. Sure. Mm -hmm. So. Do you prefer boots or heels? Oh, boots. I'm already tall enough. I don't, <laughs> I don't need heels. I can't walk in heels. I'm a little bit of an awkward giraffe when I'm in heels. So boots for sure. Oh, wonderful. Uh, someone else said that the other day. They're like, well, I'm almost six foot, but like, I don't wear heels ever. I'm like, okay, understood. <laughs> tall girl problems. Yeah, right. And then there are short people looking like, Shut up already. <laughs> oh, there are advantages yeah. to both, I'm sure. Being tall, I, I can see the advantages. Just reach things on shelves. It's just awesome. Um, so anyway, <laughs> who would play you in a movie? Or who would you want to play you in a movie? Oh, wow. These are such cool questions. Um, I'm glad you like them. Yeah, I would want... Okay, this might be strange... But I would want, okay, I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> I would want Amanda Bynes before she went crazy, <laughs> like when she was in like family channel times to play like a younger me, because yeah. I feel like everybody said we were very similar when, when we were younger. Like they were like, you're just like that girl from the Amanda <laughs> show, which I'm not sure is a compliment, but we were both so like crazy and hyperactive and goofy <laughs> And I loved her in uh, She's the Man. Um, So I would say that. That's the first thing that came to my head. Um, And then currently, ooh, who would I want to play me currently? 
Anyone from One Tree Hill? I love One Tree Hill, like Ooh. Sophia Bush. That was a great, uh, yeah. That's my mm-hmm. favorite show, One Tree Hill. I've seen it like 15 times. <laughs> oh, loved it. It had such great music to it, didn't it? Yes. And like, that's part of the reason why I think it did so well, especially like back then and stuff was it introduced so many bands. It did for mm-hmm. sure. Cause there was like, I was like, oh my God, they're playing that. Yeah. That was great. Some of the stuff they listened to, especially some of the older stuff they would listen yeah. to from like the eighties. And so I'm like, oh, that's so cool. They brought that yeah. back, you know? So cool. So this is a little difficult question. Where's Waldo? <laughs> this is great I love this so much um where's Waldo well the last time I read a where's Waldo book was with my nieces and nephew and Waldo happened to be in the dark evergreen forest behind the cottage so that's what Mm. I'm gonna say so so is this like like is he like stalker mode or what like uh... I I don't know there was just different pages of of where's Waldo and the last one I saw was they were in the dark evergreen forest and he was behind the cottage it's making me nervous because everyone for a while there was like he's behind you I'm like oh this is not cool this is like a really bad like thriller (laughs) psycho movie or something you know like I also have a theory that where's Waldo is is just reincarnated into Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> <laughs> so those yes. Elf on the Shelves is, is actually Waldo. Oh, so that's why we can't find him at Christmas time. I right. get it now. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> oh, so what is the best thing in your opinion since sliced bread? Ooh, Nutella. Oh, Nice. <laughs> goes well with bread too doesn't it yeah nutella is no just on a spoon <laughs> i'm happy i'm happy with yeah. it just on a spoon yeah <laughs> nutella nutella is my jam nice okay so good to know that if i ever have a cookout and i invite you i can just have nutella right there for you yeah <laughs> <laughs> easy to please there'll, there'll be other food too i promise you yeah. um in your opinion Oh, wait, before we get to that one, would you rather cook or order in? So I've been really bad lately because I've been on on the road and all that stuff and super busy. I've been ordering in way too much, but I'm making a (laughs) U-turn and I've decided that I'm going to start cooking again because I can make really great things when I have the time and I try, but now I'm just like, I'm going to fit this in now that it's fall and things are starting to slow down after the summer rush. I'm going to start making a lot of like nice fall meals again. I want to try and make like a butternut squash soup. Mm, sounds yummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you need someone to taste test, let me know. Um, I know it's going to be a while till I get there, plane ride, all that good stuff, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have some, uh, homemade spaghetti sauce and lasagna and stuff on my plate that you know people have been requesting so yeah next week or two that's that's my goal is to make some of that so because I make a I small have... small pot of it you know like <laughs> I have my Nona's sauce in, in my freezer right now and I can't mm-hmm. wait I'm so excited and I'm sure she she makes the small pots too right the the, oh job, yeah the small, small pot the small pots the, the small pots yeah yeah 
in your opinion, what's the worst pizza topping? Ooh. Mm. I'm not a big fan of green olives. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not so sure I left those really on the pizza anyway. Black, okay, maybe. Yeah, I'm good, but yeah, black, there was a big, black olives are okay. Yeah, there was a big debate earlier in this year when I was asking this question, so I've had to keep this on and ask, what about pineapple? I love pineapple on pizza. I'm, I'm, I don't know if that's weird. I don't know if that's not Italian, but <laughs> I, I love ordering a Hawaiian pizza. Sue me. <laughs> Yes. especially if they do like grilled pineapple and then they throw it on like pretty much after it comes out of yeah mm. yeah i think so it's not all great. yeah yeah what do you wish would magically clean itself the closet the house the car all of the above <laughs> <laughs> um final I'll answer just... <laughs> all of the above um if i got to choose I wish that my house would clean itself. That would be nice. I just spent like hours and hours cleaning it last night. <laughs> and probably being on the roads, like you feel like it's just do it every time you come home, right? Yeah. Hmm. Tell us something on your bucket list. Ooh, um, musically or like just in my life or both? Which, whichever, both. Tell us both. Okay. Um, musically on my bucket list i want to get a top 40 hit hoping (laughs) putting that out there um and i would say on my bucket list is going to italy definitely i have not been and i'm italian and it just doesn't seem right um and yeah i'll just i'll keep it at that I'd agree. Definitely Italy is on my bucket list too. Yeah. Yeah. If you could be any person, uh, for example, Shania Twain or a position like CEO, and I know you won't want to be accountant, but you know, just throwing that out there as an example, um, yeah. who or what position would you want to be for the day and why? Ooh, that is wild crazy actually (laughs) um I mean you said Shania that's a really really good answer um I'm trying to think of something that like would be really interesting isn't necessarily music related um like a president, although, prime minister. <laughs> although like being Dolly Parton would be really fun too. Mm. Seeing mm-hmm. seeing that life a little bit would be fun. Just being in uh, her mind for a day, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like, she's such a wonderful human. All the things mm-hmm. that she does for people. Um, I think you So we be- still want to grow up to be her, right? Mm-hmm. I said, do you want to grow up to be her too? I mean, I think we all want to grow up to be like Dolly. Yeah. Shania, all of them. They all kind of are role models of each other, right? Um, Oh, goodness. This is a tough question. And like, besides the obvious, right? Mm -hmm. Um, What profession would I want to be? Oh, this is kind of interesting. (laughs) I mean, hear it. 
I want to, <laughs> I'm like snorting. Oh my gosh. I want to drink. <laughs> Sorry. <gasps> Control yourself. You're in an interview. I want to drive a Brinks truck <laughs> because then I would have all the money and then I could like see all of that money all at once and like be in charge of all of that money and like who knows what would happen with all of that money I have a feeling I'm rebelling you out of jail huh (laughs) (laughs) no I would never (laughs) but it would be cool (laughs) that would be kind of cool yeah definitely there's probably way cooler things but that's the case (laughs) in my brain (laughs) Oh man. Or an astronaut. That would be cool too. Yeah. I mean, why not? I I don't know if I could do the whole space thing for like months on end though. Like that. (laughs) The serious dedication. Like I'd be like, uh, mm, let me think about this for a little longer before I decide to do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any words of wisdom that you live by? If so, what are they? Oh, um, I do. I have a few things and a lot of them are just what my my dad has said to me a lot of the quotes he's told me growing up have really stuck with me um one of them is can't means don't know how or won't try um and I think that's kind of what has made me and my sisters really hard workers is that Mm -hmm he's kind of always said that like whenever we were struggling with a sport or our homework or whatever, it's like, can't means don't know how. So if you don't know how you figure out how by asking for help or finding the people or looking things up yourself. So it may be very independent or um, hardworking, I would say, and then, or won't try. If if you're not going to try, you might as well not do it. Right. Yeah. So that that's always really stuck with me. Um, another one that stuck with me in this music business is throw mud at the wall and see if it sticks. Just keep throwing mud. Mm-hmm. That was another thing my dad had said to me. Um, that comes with like everything, taking risks, um, asking exactly. people to write. Um, just, I think, constantly putting yourself out there um and seeing who's gonna connect to it and Mm -hmm. if they don't connect to it just keep throwing the mud (laughs) exactly that's a great metaphor uh, for the industry in itself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I've just tried to do that because um I'm I literally went zero to 60 (laughs) in this industry um I've only been doing it for about a year and a half and it's been a whirlwind and I kind of wanted it to be. And I think that's a testament to just me taking a lot of risks. Absolutely. And again, you know, if you don't try, you never know what can happen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the two that definitely stick out to me. Those are great. Tell your dad I said, thanks. All right. No problem. (laughs) Those are great. I need those for today. Yeah. Awesome. So tell us, what does the rest of 2022 look like for you? Oh, 2022 is busy, um, which I'm so happy about. I'll be releasing two more of my songs, which will then complete the full EP. And then the EP will be released, I'm hoping, at the beginning of November. 
Um, <laughs> and we'll have an EP release party, I believe. I don't know. I may have just made that up <laughs> or just put that out there. <laughs> or just put um, that out there because that's what you want to do. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I waited so long to do this. Why not? Yeah. It's my debut EP. It would be so fun. Um, a whole bunch more shows. I'm playing a lot of uh, fairs and um, I'm playing some, oh, I'm playing a really cool uh show for the 100.1 the ranch uh radio station here in listwell um i won a battle of the bands competition uh came yeah thank you i came uh in second as the runner-up and i got a performance spot so i get to play uh that's next week so i'm really excited about that um just writing a whole bunch more music um doing doing the music thing and yeah. the artist thing and um the writing thing you are welcome back anytime angelica oh it was thank such, you so much it was such a pleasure to get to know you and chat with you today yeah you too it's been so fun i i love everything you're doing and it's so nice that you're giving us this platform and that you're asking such like human questions it's lovely Absolutely. Everyone has to talk about their music on every other interview that I've ever seen. So I'm like, you know, yes, I want to talk about your music, but let's get to know you. Um, Because, you know, that's something that as as a listener of music, we don't always get to know the people that we're listening to. Like, you know, do they have some of the same quirks we do, you know? So it's are they as to, crazy as we are? Yeah. Well, are they as crazy as we are, right? Like, you know, dogs jumping in, cats jumping into this, you know, Weird questions, hiding dead bodies, you know, the fun stuff. Yeah, no. So, yeah. You picked a good girl for the crazy women country. (laughs) (laughs) I am so glad. And like I said, welcome back anytime. I'm happy to be crazy. We'll be crazy together. (laughs) Wonderful. And thank you all for joining us for another episode. Have a great day, everyone. Have a good one. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.